not it we're it's just not the two of us right now welcome amanda hello hello everyone ending poll here it's been a while uh first thank you for tuning in i have a quick few notes i want to go over before we start this episode first is audio quality i just moved back from japan i am in a room that i don't know and uh my mic setup isn't 100 correct and amanda our new co-host just got her mic and there is probably a little bit of tweaking that needs to be done but apart from that it's an extremely good episode we had a blast doing it amanda is an amazing co-host and i am really excited for what's coming next talking about what's coming next episode 62 so next episode is going to be a q a so I'll put a question box into the show notes on the website, but you can also ask your question on Instagram or any platform that you want to contact us in. That's it for me. Have a good episode. Bye-bye. Uh, welcome to the show. Amanda is officially our new co-host. So it is now the three of us and I am super, super, uh, super pumped. Psyched. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So... Today, we're having a little episode to, well, know each other a little bit more. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Talking about knowing each other with Amanda. Well, uh, if you want to hear more about last episode and some some stuff that happened, uh, then you should listen to the pre-show. You can access the extended conversation at patreon.com slash podcast. But let's get into the show. Let's do it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Welcome everyone, episode 61. Welcome everyone and welcome Amanda. It's it's awesome to have you there. Thanks. It's, I'm so excited to be here. It is really awesome to have you come on the show because, you know, Paul's getting a bit dry and a bit old and, you know, we need a little bit of freshness to the vibe. So, yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I am seven hours jet lagged and really aggressive. You slept twelve hours on the plane. Yeah, and if you want to hear more about that, you should listen to the pre-show. Pre-show. <laughs> good plug. Very good plug. All right. Well, Mondel, uh, can you can you tell a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, hi everyone. Uh, so I've been writing uh, fixed gear. Uh, for about four years now. I started fixed gear writing when I was about 19. And I also built my own fix at 19 in my friend's backyard, really ghetto with like a stand that barely worked. Um, We just took out some tools and I put a really trash bike together. Uh, And I think that was the very moment I knew uh, I wanted to learn more about mechanics and how to build and work on bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started to work at a bike shop, started face gear riding, fell in love, loved the feeling of it. Um, and then learned about all the geek side to, to fixed gear culture, fixed gear life. 
um, and yeah, how to build bikes and how to shred. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. What was your first bike, Amanda? Um, it was my, I got a frame off, um, like the, um, basically like a, a marketplace in Quebec called Kijiji. Kijiji. And it was a, a frame from Hexagon Cycles, uh, aluminum track frame with like carbon fork. Uh, and then I just like, th- I threw on some, uh, aluminum, no name wheels. It was just whatever I could find and just put that together. The frame was really sick, but the other pieces were, were trash. <laughs> yeah, but first bike. Yeah, exactly. first bike. Yeah. You can't go all out on day one. Yeah. 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 It's true. Yeah. And if you do go all out on day one, it's it's fishy. It's fishy. Yeah. Yeah. That's fishy. Yeah. Yeah. I also was I rode straps in the beginning, and now I'm. Never going back, clipless life. <laughs> really? Wait, 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 what? wait, wait. So there is one hundred percent clipless life. There is there is one strap lover, and there is one cage maniac on this show. That's crazy. Oh my god, one strap? What are you? <laughs> what? No, not one strap. One strap. Oh, okay. Like. Ooh, that would be mental. There is some people in London ride with one strap, though. Yeah, I know some people who also ride with one strap. Just crazy if you ride with one strap. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul, it's you like... should give your comment on that. I'd like. No, to I'm not going to give any comment on that. If you if you ride with one strap, please learn how to put the other one. Do you know what I might do? I might just mix it up. I might put one SPD on the left and a cage on the right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just to like freak people out and be like, <laughs> but, Do you know, don't, you... but don't clip in on the left. <laughs> Just have like a regular trainer on the left and have like an SP trainer on the right. <laughs> so you, you should, you know, like those SPD pedals were like mountain bikes. So they actually have a platform. You could technically mm. put strap on those. So, <laughs> and a cage on the front. <laughs> All three on each pedal. <laughs> that would be mad. That would be mad. Like April Fool's. Yeah, yeah. April Fool's. Like, hey guys, this is my new prototype. So to clip, clip in, strap it over, and just tight, and tighten up. So you like three forms of uh, connection on the pedal. That would be hilarious. Yeah, you just for the for like yeah, you for sure one was the bike, and the bike was the one with you. <laughs> Just weld your trainers to the pedal. <laughs> so okay. you only ride SPDs on all your bikes? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I also, well, for crits, I, I got road pedals on my, yeah. on the range. Yeah. yeah. Which is even more absurd. On a track lacrosse, you got <laughs> road, <laughs> road pedals on it. 25C tires on a range yeah. with, with road pedals. Boom. <laughs> Coming out here. Yeah, we were talking about that in the pre-show because those two, they both have a Ranger. And I'm not planning on getting one. It's not happening. (laughs) All right, all right. Nobody's asking you to get one. Why is it sponsored by Scream? I I love Scream. Scream bikes. Yo, Scream. Yeah, Rob Rob needs to say I love screaming to Edge episode. I don't oh, fuck or off. He'll fuck lose off. his sponsorship. Fuck <laughs> off. Kevin's listening. Kevin's listening. Shh. We love you, no. Kevin. Yeah. Um 
I was. I must admit, I've never raced before, Amanda. But I did rad race uh, last man, last uh, woman standing this year, and obviously, obviously went with no plans to even get past the qualifiers. <laughs> but but it was my first introduction to Berlin two years ago. So 2020 was when I met uh, Matthias from Fix Berlin and met the whole crew and everything because I went out to that weekend. So it was kind of iconic to do the race at some point. And everyone's like, why are you doing it with pedals and straps? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, well, you're just going to clip all you the way around. You so many watts. What are you doing, yeah. man? <laughs> I just clipped my pedals on every corner. <laughs> oh, it was horrendous. Wow. Well, Did no you go to Riser? Or drop bars. Riser. I didn't even have my bike. I just had my hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> and then popped wheelies when I realized I was going out quite quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was fun though. What a man. Yeah, I just I, I borrowed Matthias's bike and he has like the Sonelli pepper like cut down. <laughs> so those so are already so short. Yeah, I don't know if they're cut down, but they're ridiculously short anyway. But I had a nice lean on in the corners where I would lean and lean the bike in the opposite direction. Yeah. Were you to the point where your pedal touched the ground? Every corner. And, and it's like, it's so satisfying. It's like, <laughs> yeah, not when you're racing other people. Yeah, when you're racing, you don't want a pedal strike. Yeah. Um, there was a crit that I did like a month ago and it was a, a, called a decathlon crit um, in Montreal. <laughs> And super technical course. It was um, organized by a team called iBike, which is what I'm on. And uh, the cornering was really sketch, and it's all on uh, asphalt. Like it's in a basically a, a parking lot. Mm -hmm. And there was one of my friends who pedal striked really hard on the first round, like the first lap, and he went down so hard he opened his hand up, yeah. and he get um like an operation to recreate like the ligament in his uh, oh, finger wow. oh shit yeah yeah is so pedal striking is a no-no <laughs> well you want to try and avoid that yeah that was Man. definitely the main uh reason why everyone crashes in rad race yeah yeah it's 100 percent. they just all crash mm. because of pedal For strike. also well, like if uh, your PSI is too high. Yeah, I, I guess. yeah. Kirby, when I got there, Kirby was like, "Do you trust me, Rob?" And I was like, "Actually, I do. You're a really good rider." And he was like, "Okay." And he just let it down to like two and a half, three bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> okay, I trust uh, you, but but really. <laughs> and but then it worked. It was it was comfortable. I felt I actually felt super safe in terms of grip all the way through. No mm. stress. It was good. What tires are you riding? Oh, I've got no idea what, what the wheels weren't straight, the spokes were loose. <laughs> um, the size of the bike was a small, I ride a medium. Uh, I don't even know what gearing was on the bike. It was, okay, yeah, just went through it. <laughs> we um, talked okay. about it into like a, a really, really old pre show, but there is that team, uh, who like they have that one bike that's specialized into really really tight crits type of uh you know like a carding carding course mm. and i think they were rocking like 38 c's with low pressure that kind of makes sense for that race yeah it does just before we go back to crit uh i want to i want to go back to amanda so you are a bike mechanic yeah 
you do crits yeah i work as a bike mechanic uh, during the pandemic which was a pretty insane experience well insane demanding uh, uh -huh. time um yeah but currently uh i like sub in from time to time at, at my shop all right and so you raise crit in a in a team yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and i also um mountain biking coach uh, from time to time sick yeah yeah that's you're, just, you're, you're talking to two blokes that have no idea of what they're doing <laughs> well but hold on <laughs> What do you mean? I know what I'm doing, dude. <laughs> All right. I'm That's the only one who doesn't That's know what true. he's doing. It's not true. Yeah, I worked as a mechanic in Berlin during the pandemic. It was wild, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, crazy times. Hectic, chaotic. Very. But the bike industry did really well, so it's kind of good. Yeah. Yeah, but everybody it's wanted like to get on a bike and nobody had parts. Yeah, nope. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. That was a challenge. Yeah, I couldn't order you to Gino 75s anywhere. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> oh, wow. Bummer. Oh. Yeah. Bummer. Okay, com coming back on crits then. Uh, Amanda, <laughs> I, I, so you ride a Ranger for crits. Mm -hmm. uh, what's, mm -hmm. what's your setup? Um, so I ran a vision crank set, um, got Mish, uh, Pistar, um, like wheel set. Uh -huh. Um, and I ride on for crits. Uh, I keep the same ratio in the city, but I ride 14, uh, 49. Sorry, say that again. Uh, I, for for uh, crits, I ride my ratio is fourteen forty nine, but I keep the same ratio in the in the city. Fourteen. Fourteen forty nine. One four. Fourteen. Yeah. What? <laughs> Do you know what my ratio is on my ranger? Nineteen forty nine. Wow. <laughs> and you keep it for the city. Yeah. And you ride reckless. Yeah. Okay, you don't need me anymore there. Guys, the Seal Spin Study is back to two co-hosts. I just, I don't feel worthy anymore. No, that is pretty badass, I've got to say. That is Holy badass. Holy fuck, so, wow. Like, luckily, uh, Montreal is pretty flat. But there are some hills sometimes. Well, yeah, it better be, because 14, yeah. holy shit. But I, there is one mountain, it's called the Mount Royal Mountain, and I, I go up the mountain with that ratio. Yeah. <laughs> my my brain can't compute. Wow. Yeah, that's mental. I was actually thinking of going like fifty for fifty one fourteen soon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God. So wait. But my is pretty flat to be honest though. Not there's no like big climbs or anything. Like one big climb, two max okay but in the into the like into the criteriums are you the only one with that heavy of a ratio or it's like standard um, i'm no um i'd say like the majority is at 14 mm -hmm. but guys ride bigger ratios so like 52 yeah 14 okay. 53 54 so i would be on like the 
the lower end, easier ratio type of thing. I spin a bit more than they do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've been going to the crit races at the Hern Hill Velodrome. They've been like once every two to three weeks. And I was surprised that they're running like 1452. It's, it's, gnarly. Yeah. it's so gnarly. Yeah. My yeah. knees are hurting, literally hurting thinking about that. Yeah, just thinking about it, it's pretty wild. I mean, I've, I've looked at some crits before. I've talked about criteriums with people. And... I've never heard about that heavy of a ratio. Really? Yeah. Um, I've probably never asked as well, but... <laughs> yeah, last year I rode 15.52, and then, like, now 14.49 is perfect, I find. Okay. But can you give us the basic rules about Criterium for the people that are listening right now and might not understand what Criterium is into the into the details? Yeah, so uh, a crit is basically um, like a closed uh, race where you do laps for a specific amount of time. Um, so the races in Montreal um, are about 45 minutes to 50 minutes long. And then they um, they have a bell and they ring it and then that's like the final lap. Okay. Um, and the races, the main races, basically the races we have are um, on Wednesday. So it's called Les Mercredis Laval. Uh, so the the Wednesdays in Laval. Okay. Um, and um, they are at 8 p.m. So we have to, the rules for us, we have to ride with lights. Because by around 8.45 p.m. it starts to get dark out. So you finish the race and it's dark, which is pretty sick. Um, and I didn't know this, but last race, you're not allowed to to get behind the, um, the pact that's the breakaway. Okay. If you're lapped, you can't get, go mm. behind the breakaway. And I did that and I was getting yelled at by the, by the guys in the car. <laughs> I was like, oops, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Yeah. So, so once you, if you've been lapped, once the final bell rings and there's a pack racing the final lap, you can't, you can't then tuck into the back of that. So, anytime you're lapped, you can always join back the peloton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if there's a breakaway, like of two cyclists, three cyclists, mm -hmm. or whatever breakaway, when, whenever during the race, if there's a breakaway, you can't join that. Yeah. Breakaway, yeah. So they're like the for top, like three, four, yeah. Breakaway, and yeah, you can't join that, but the rest you can join. You can join the pack. On, on average, how many riders is that per, per race? Um, I'd say about 15 to tw 20 to 15. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. if you can get lap, it means like the short, the, the course is pretty short, right? Uh, yeah, it's about um, 1.5 kilometers. Oh, okay. Two kilometers? I think it's about two kilometers. Yeah. So within 45 minutes, we do about 30 kilometers. Mm. Man, so we have an wow. average pace of like 40 to 45 kilometers per hour. And yeah, it, it goes fast. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it's generally based in an, a velodrome and it's generally... Or, uh, it's not in the velodrome, it's outside um, in like a parking lot. Ah, because we have... So like it's like yeah. coastal streets. Uh, so yours is just yeah. like a mapped out route on the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause the, the, yeah, the one we have in Hearn Hill is on the velodrome itself, the concrete one outside, but then right. they cut into the middle of it. So to make it a criterion, to make it actually a crit, they actually, the, the, the turns and the bends and the corners are where you come off the track into the center, okay. loop around yourself, come back again, join the track again, and then there's a sprint around. So you, you, they use like almost two thirds of the velodrome and then the rest is a third of it's inside, which is sharp bends and mm -hmm. turns. So mm -hmm. it's quite a bit of sprinting involved as well. Yeah. Wow. Sweet. So you can't skid, right? It's not allowed by the rules. What? Um, you can't oh, skid. No. No. You would never skid in a race, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Unless like there's certain times. Yeah. Unless you want to cause a crash and like everyone hates you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think like with the ratios we run, like uh, yeah, yeah, I try not to do huge skids because like my knees would just explode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so when, when you're leaning to a corner, you really, really need to think about your speed and, you know, the pedal strike and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds like a lot of infos for my little brain. Probably can't do crit. <laughs> you should definitely can. try it, Paul. I've tried, but, you know, I, I, I went to an event and I've tried, but I was the only one on the course, you know. I was just like, oh, this is nice. Never going to do that. What's, is it on a crit or a velodrome? On a crit. Uh, it, it is It is a lot of fun, uh, for sure. But I would, I, I don't know. I would love to try it, but I think I would be scared to shit mm. with all the people around me with way more experience. Yeah. yeah, you just get used to it, I think. Yeah. You have to be a good, definitely have to be a good handler. A good what, sorry? A handler. Like, uh, know how to handle your bike. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really bummed that there's uh, no more uh, red hook crits. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a bummer. It is a bummer. I don't know if it's going to come back one day, but there is definitely some events that are getting bigger and bigger. Um, so apart from running your insanely heavy ratio into the city, do you have any training that you follow? Um, I mean, I don't have specific training. Like I don't have a coach or anything. Um, but uh, I do train. Well, there's a specific track that uh, a lot of cyclists go in and ride on. And it's called the Circuit de Villeneuve, and it's basically the F1 track in Montreal. So every year, the F1 uh, car racers uh, race there. Uh -huh. Huge event! Like people from all over the world come see um, the the F1 race, and it's um, like a week long race. And the same track where they have like the cars race there. So the entire year, it's open for uh, for cyclists. And road cyclists, fixed gear riders, like basically anyone can go. You, even there's a lot of tourists that just go in and see the track. And uh, yeah, people train there, which is a pretty, pretty cool spot to train. Must be nice to ride there. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's so cool. It's open for cyclists. Yeah, so, it's uh, it, it can get dangerous because like one side is for cyclists and the other side is for cars. There's oh. a speed limit. Yeah, there's a speed limit for the cars, which is like twenty kilometers per hour. But you get some idiots who just go there to show off their their whip, their huge cars, and and try and speed. And there's there was a death uh, last year. Someone got hit, which yeah. is yeah they allow bikes and cars on the same racetrack yeah that's yeah. like okay yeah that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense yeah it's it's crazy it's a, it's very hectic honestly there are a lot of accidents that happen it needs to be better organized a lot of people say yeah because yeah. you get like the tourists you get people on like you know the the rental bixie bikes oh, like electric city bikes and then you get people like on their scooters and and you got like the cyclists going at like 50 kilometers per hour like all training in a pack and yeah can get pretty wow. brutal then i guess yeah 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 i, I went a couple of days ago on my fix and usually it gets really busy around 5 6 p.m because everyone goes after work to train and I was like, whoa, I should not be riding here, like at this time of day on my fixed gear because everyone's on their road bikes and like they turn the corners really sketch and I can't brake. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. terrible sometimes. <laughs> wow. That sounds, yeah, that sounds dangerous. That sounds, yeah, <laughs> sounds dangerous as hell. Uh, but it's a pretty place to train though. Yeah. So, you ride on your Ranger. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have, if someone wants to start crit, do you have any like bike recommendation? Um, definitely, I find just getting like a simple, if you want to start track racing or fixed gear crit racing, you really don't need like full carbon wheels, a carbon handlebar, like NV wheels or NV handlebar. You don't need like a huge build in order to go fast. It's really the legs and like your handling experience. And just, you know, don't need to spend all your cash on on a crazy build. If, but if you want, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just put on some, some Mish uh, Pistards just to for a budget reason yeah. and they work perfectly fine uh yeah so yeah and when it comes to the to the frame itself for example if don't do like me don't get a track lacrosse frame okay. and ride <laughs> i mean <laughs> i just did that for the fun of it because i just like to swap around like all my parts and i put a riser sometimes put on my 35s um uh tires and just go out track cross riding sometimes in the mountain or please uh, tell me you don't do you don't do track cross with a 49 14 oops <laughs> okay, no. I, no 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 um like sometimes i put on my 17 cog but like once i did like a video shoot for uh a group called gravel mafia i think you know him he's jasmine uh-huh yeah, uh, and I just kept my my ratio, and I had forty nine, fourteen, for the the chocolate cross shoot, and it was pretty gnarly what we were doing. You were insane. We had like an eighteen, like 
I don't know, 1848 or something, 47. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a huge fucking flex. It's like, hey, yeah. bro, what's your ratio for track lacrosse? Oh, you know, casual 49 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were like descending some some little pitches like in there. They're like little trails in the woods. But I mean, I just go a bit slower, I guess, and try not to die. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a reasonable thing to do. <laughs> yeah, don't hit. I just like too lazy to change my cog sometimes. <laughs> wow. I've never tried doing track lacrosse in that. You know what? I think I've never ride such a heavy ratio. I usually do like 49, 15 when I go to the velodrome, but that's pretty much it. That's pretty hardcore still, 49. Yeah. For me, anyway. <laughs> For me, old man yeah, Rob. If, yeah. if I would definitely, I'd definitely go, like put a better ratio on if, uh, if. I was doing like a hardcore track lacrosse route. Yeah, but yeah. you also do mountain biking. So track bikes are really for going fast. And when you need to go to hit a trail, you do a mountain bike, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm doing like a huge trail, yeah, I definitely go on my mountain bike. But like if I just want to like, you know, klutz around and just do stupid shit on my bike and I just <laughs> go on my track. Well, like my, my ranger. Yeah. Wow. I'm blown away. This is unreal. Okay. So, uh, you have a track lacrosse frame to race crits was an insanely heavy ratio. Uh, for let's say I'm a beginner and, uh, I want to use what I have on hand. Uh, I have, I don't know, a parallax, for example, a singularly mashed parallax was overlap and a tight geo. Uh, could this work to right crit or you would not recommend it? Like a parallax frame? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. That can do the job. That'd be perfect yeah. though, right? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's a great frame. Better than mine. Better than mine. <laughs> yeah but you could boss me on the way around yeah <laughs> no one's drops but yeah ah uh, yeah drops yeah yeah oh you turn them off you know persian style and then you can horse spin well that's a great thing that's a great way to a good setup you're good to go yeah yeah is there any so you you take place into like different events so is there like divisions is there a way for you to go up in ranks or every race is, is its own thing um so unfortunately there's not i like there's the things you're seeing here is not huge enough to have different ranks uh -huh. so there's just one face gear race and that's it so like all the men all the women at all levels just race all together okay. um which means 95 percent of the time i'm racing with the men well like i'm always racing with the men and there's like sometimes two other women uh but often like last race i was alone and i just raced with the the men's platon uh which was a crazy experience a lot of attacking a lot of 
thighs that were <laughs> on fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Everyone's at different, has different levels. There's some because also before the fixed gear uh, crit, there's a, a road crit, mm-hmm. okay. and a lot of the cyclists, a lot of like the cyclists who ride uh, in the fixed gear crits also do road cycling. Mm. So there are big teams like um, Odd Collective, uh, I Bike, and there's also like Shadow Elite uh, racing team uh, who do road and then also fixed. So uh, there are a lot of like big roadies who who like to ride fixed as well, and yeah, <laughs> I th- I feel like um, you guys are cringing right now. <laughs> I said that roadies ride fixed. <laughs> no, no, I mean like I'm I'm not cringing about the fact that you ride with all the dudes. It must be so fucking intense. Honestly, um. I feel like definitely last year I wouldn't wouldn't have been able to like as in like athletic wise and you know just yeah but uh this year definitely like I've been training more so I'm able to that's good that's cool yeah yeah that's cool yeah, it's, it's a fun adrenaline rush <laughs> yeah yeah well Rob you you know that you know what you and me have to do this year right what get into some skinny suits like all tied up and then like spinning spinning some heavy fucking ass ratios and just casually cruising around town with a 3.5 or 3 point i don't know what ratio Going to your local coffee shop, having your thighs on fucking fire, and saying, "Oh yeah, I'm just getting a small coffee." <laughs> do you not do that already? But without the no. without the tight without the tight shorts. No, I I wake up and then I get on my bike and I'm like, "Why the fuck I am." I am 26, but I feel like 65, and I try to go to my local coffee shop, and halfway through, I'm like, I need a fucking break. <laughs> I need a drink of water. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't have a water bottle on my bike. But I don't have a water bottle because I ride a stupid truck bike. Because it's stupid. I have a bottle Oh my god. <laughs> I tried to be trendy and not add a water bottle. And you but know if what? I wore a suit, I, had, I would have pockets in the back to put my water bottle in. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm just a dehydrated bitch. That's all I have. <laughs> dehydrated bitch. To be That's terrible. Terrible. <sighs> well, okay. Well uh so if okay there was no real real rank up but do you did you set yourself a goal though um so yeah uh, after the fixed gear crits normally like all often there's a, always a podium uh-huh. and so i mean there's not that many women that race so but whenever there are i always try and get first <laughs> but uh that's my goal um how often do you win um, I'd say like every time. 
<laughs> this is just getting better by the minute. Only one so far I lost, but like there's like two women, so guys, like I there's not that much like wow. Don't play it down now, Amanda. Don't play it down now. You're, you're a badass. We get it, we get it. It's, it's cool. It's cool. You, you but, uh, yeah, like last day. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, I like just my goal was to like stay with the <clears throat> with the men with the pack. Like they ride so hard, they're going like forty five kilometers per hour, and that was okay pace for me. But then once they start attacking, and they go like fifty five to fifty, I'm like, okay, whoa, I'm in the red. I can't like especially. I'm also I was told to stay in the back, but next time, fuck that. I'm gonna go. <laughs> huh. Who told you to stay at the back? Someone. I was like, you know what? If what? I feel confident enough to ride in the pack with you guys, I'm not just. I'm not gonna stay in the pack. Like, yeah, fuck I that. feel like, yeah. Yeah. You go catch. It's like ass. when also when you're in the back, you it's harder to to catch up when someone attacks. Yeah. Like especially in in like a when you're turning a corner, you're you're in the back, so you have to like push a lot more to keep up with the. With everyone turning. I said go to the front. Yeah. Kick them out yeah. of the way. Yeah. Just don't Skip. die. Just don't die. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all. Has anyone ever died in a crit race? Uh, no, but I, but there is some pretty nasty accident into crit there racing. Is some, there is some gnarly now. Do you, do you remember that video of like one of the first Red Hook and like, I think the pace motorcycle just stopped in the middle? You remember that? No. So the pace motorcycle just stopped in the middle of the course because I don't know, they were pacing for a lap or two and then it wasn't supposed to pace anymore. But rather than just, you know, like opening a fence up and going through the side, it just stopped in the middle. And pacing laps are done, so everybody is going to start to attack. And you see just people going left and right of that motorcycle. And of course, at some point, someone crashed right into it. And there's a huge crash in it. Oh it was it was gnarly. Uh, I'll like try to find the video and put it in the show notes. But yeah, it was hard as fuck. Yeah, Damn. sounds like a dumbass. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, it was dangerous. Uh... I had yeah, one more question. Before anything, I want to say, okay, I don't win like every single time. <laughs> I don't want to like. It's all right. You've dug the anything. hole. The hole has been dug. It's fine. She's <laughs> oh, not getting out of it. Shout out to Raphael Lemieux. She's like the fixie queen in in uh, like fixie ra- uh, racing. She won so many red hook crits back in the day. And yeah, I competed against her like last month. She won, but uh, yeah. So she's the the OG. <laughs> she's the OG. She's also from Montreal, so yeah. Okay. And can I just confirm you do speak French, don't you, Amanda? Yes. Yeah. 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 So you speak Maybe. French, English, and German. German, Spanish. My my, but my Spanish is very rusty, and also my German. I need to need to travel more. <laughs> Damn, Rob, you you barely speak English, man. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna keep up? 
That's so Especially true. after the accident, you know. <laughs> I might have sl- slurred my words a little bit more now. But... <laughs> there is one thing that I am generally really interested about is how do you manage your effort, your energy through the race? Because I have no idea how to do that. Okay. Um, one thing that I... I understand. Like I was having a conversation with uh, with one of the racers, and it, it made uh, quite a lot of sense. And I we both realized is that in fixed gear racing, which is pretty cool, is when you get really tired, you're always spinning. So the lactic acid uh, built up like in your body is like flushed out in your in your legs quite easily because you're continuing to spin uh during the race and while like in road cycling like in a in a corner you you coast Mm -hmm. so it's not the same type of like recovery Mm -hmm. so i guess you can you can basically like in a way know when to to push hard when you're in the red you just like let your your legs just spin and you're you don't push as hard but often you just like you figure out the flow with the pact and and just keep up. But often they they also like stop sprinting for a while. Like there's attacks and there's moments where it's like quite chill, and then your legs start to come back, and you're like, okay, waiting for the next attack, and then you try and keep up for the with the attack, and and then they start to like go a bit slower, and you're like, okay, recovering time. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you're all constantly spinning. So like once you attack, you sprint, and then like you slow a bit down a bit. You feel like already within like a couple of seconds, within like ten seconds, your your body's already recovering. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I think you. I think you got it, Paul. (laughs) You think? You think I got it? Yeah, yeah okay. let, let me let me get out tomorrow and buy a jersey, and then, and then yeah, go buy all the, the gear out. first. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you've got all now, of the gear first. Thing, which I find like what I love and what I, I guess is just because I I ride a lot. I've been riding fixed for so long, and I'm comfortable on my fixed gear versus like a road bike with brakes. Is that when you have to brake? Or like when you're like up, like you're right in a pack, then they start slowing down, attacking, like the speed changes often. And like on a fix, you just know how to like slowly break or mm-hmm. like put pressure in the pedals, like a specific amount, let just your legs just turn sometimes in order to, to keep up with the, the pack, the, the pace of the pack. And you just like figure out the flow on your bike, rather like a road bike. Uh, I did one or a couple of road races on a crit re- just recently because I, I, crazy enough, I bought myself a road bike just for the fun of it and try some racing and like I would just brake so hard on my on my bike because I'd get nervous and not know the flow. But on a fix, I guess like when you're comfortable on your bike, you you get the flow because you it's you controlling the chain. Mm-hmm. I love that Which sentence. Like- I, I loved every minute of that. Just, just know the flow and you control the chain. 
Hell yeah, that's one hell of a sentence. Let's let's make a tissue out of it. Um, you can make a sticker, I'm sure. Yeah, I could make a sticker. I I I'm so late onto onto making new stickers. I I need to I need to put some some work back into it. But new stickers are happening, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I you know, I'm getting on with it. I'm getting on with it. <laughs> you know, I have my little drawing tablet and everything, so I can literally draw digital files like it's the future, uh, and then print them. And it's a sticker. Cool. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, the Crete thing sounds really, really insane, though I really want to try. And Rob, like you were saying, I don't need to buy any gear because I, I, I'm pretty sure I got everything I need at home. Uh, so, yeah, no, I just I just need to, you know, like find a race or something. Come to Montreal. Yeah, yeah, I could come to Montreal, true. I could see for my own eyes that 49-14 ratio and just mm. barely try to follow you into the city. You know, just coughing <laughs> my lungs out. Uh, anyway. Yeah, off topic, yeah. Back on to yeah, topic. Com- com- coming back on to topic. I mean, we're pretty out, out of topic. Amanda, do you have anything you want you would like to add? I have no idea. Or <laughs> no I definitely feel as if like the this the fixed gear scene is much bigger in Europe than in like I feel like Montreal it's like holding on. At one point it was almost dead and then now it's like slowly coming back to life. But you guys have that thing in Montreal when in winter it's just so hard to ride outside, right? Oh my god, yeah, it's it's like minus thirty in Montreal. Oh, in and I yeah, I winter bike on my on my fix. I have like a winter beater and it's pretty pretty intense. You have your winter boots on. I've got like my my ro- well like my my helmet on and sometimes some some people ride with like ski goggles, a ski helmet. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. <laughs> that's cool yeah and there's also alley cats we have a uh, winter alley cats it's called the ice cat cup oh my god yeah Sounds so they're like gnarly. messenger messenger alley cat races and it's like sometimes it's like minus 15 minus 10 and like your feet are just frozen yeah sounds like a good time yeah you gotta do like <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> you're racing in the city. <laughs> yeah. And you don't ride the Ranger in the winter with some wide tires? Uh, no, I, I there's so much salt and so much, it's it gets mm. really bad conditions and I don't want to ruin my bike. So S- Saving it for the crits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though it would be a pretty, pretty cool... Uh, yeah, that would be yeah. pretty sick. Yeah. What's the max clearance of the Ranger again? 45? Yeah, 42, 45, depending on which tires, which brand of tires. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Or you can go like 650B and put like even fatter tires on. 
Yeah. But I definitely wouldn't ride a uh, brakeless in the winter. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. It's so dangerous. Like, there's so much snow here and ice. So I'd need to put, like, a disc on the front if I ride it in the winter. Yeah. Which would be pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty dope. <laughs> and you're into downhilling as well, right? Yeah, DH. Yeah. D- the big DH. DH. I've never heard anyone say yeah. Yeah, I mean, you must I, have. My, yeah, you must have beautiful places to go, right? Uh, yeah, we've got pretty big mountains, and like it's a couple of hour drives from Montreal. But uh, there's Bromount. Um, wait, got, wait, like, wait, the, wait, wait, Bromount. <laughs> like, yeah. like bro, like bros. <laughs> Like B-R-O-M-O-U-N-T. Bro- <laughs> it's not like B-R-O, Bromount. Let's go to Bromount. <laughs> Let's go to Bromount, bro. Let's shred in Bromount. I, I never thought like that. Oh, my God. It's just in front of Dude's Mountain. Yeah. But in French, it's Bromont, so I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, okay. it's just Bromont. <laughs> But yeah, there's a it's a huge DH um, mountain, so it's like a ski mountain, and also in the summer you just take the chair up. Okay. Is, is yeah, DH a thing, by the way? Do people say that? Yeah, DH. Okay. Just checking. Like, what type of mountain biking do you do? Like, there's there's trail, cross country. But uh, is trail T or TR? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, trail is just trail, Rob. <laughs> And downhill no, is abbreviated to DH. What? Downhill is just too long to say. <laughs> do, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fucking hell. Downhill, trail. Uh, what kind of riding do you do? I do T. I do T. <laughs> no, dude, I do DH was the rose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the bro. I'm just, as, as I speak, I'm just doing like the bro hand gesture. To what? To nobody. To, to nobody, I'm just doing it out of reflex. I'm like, bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. D-H. There's also um, Mont Saint Anne. Okay. Uh, which is uh, every year there's the World Cup, the DH downhill World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna. I'll get used to it. I'll get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the it's gonna be. It's actually happening in the like, next couple of weeks, I think. Okay. That's yeah, cool. in Quebec City. Yeah. Talking about dangerous practice and helmets, uh, Rob, are you getting used to your helmet? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I do. What, do you buy? what helmet do you have? I have a POC. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, my colleague works for the EFT uh, Road uh, Tour de France team, so she has like last uh-huh. season's helmets left over. Uh, and she gave me one of them, so it's very nice. I Again, mean, casually yeah. dropping that info. <laughs> she just gave me a helmet. I don't like ride with the tour or anything. Um, she, I don't know. It's yeah. I'm trying to get used to it. It's it's still a pain in the ass for me, but I'm getting there. I'm sure you you have like a three hundred dollar helmet or euros, I should say, <laughs> or pounds. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know how much it was. You, you have an expensive helmet. Well, I mean, I've got... It's protect my brain. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just got myself the Ventral Air Mips. It's a pretty, pretty nice helmet. What's it called? Eventual Mips. Okay. Air. It's also a puck. It's also a puck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Eventual Air. What model is mine? Damn. So many helmets. Do you, uh, Amanda, do you ride a helmet when you're just cruising around? Um, so last year I didn't. Uh, and then I, this, like early in this, the season this year, uh, well, I do, like, you have to in, in crits, it's like a rule, you have to wear a helmet. Um, but like in the city, I, sometimes I don't, but in early this season, I almost got into like two, three accidents because people just don't look and mm. cars are really fucking stupid in Montreal. There's a lot of road rage here. Don't worry, it's um, a worldwide thing. It's, it's yeah. not all in Montreal. Like, we built new bike paths and then cars still turn right and don't look in their their review mirror and they like almost hit cyclists and I'm just there like going 30 kilometers per hour, brakeless and yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, now I ride my, with my helmet. Good. Yeah. Paula, you wearing a helmet yet? <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. I'm not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I went, so uh, I came back to France and uh, I have like a storage area and I went to drop all my shit into the storage area and then I saw my helmet. I was like, huh should wear it yeah i should and then i closed the storage area and that was it can i ask you guys a question then i've got some beef going on at the minute because i wear my helmet every time i'm on the road but if i stop it as a flat spot or a spot to do some tricks just practice some little bits and bobs i don't wear it uh-huh. <laughs> because for me, wearing the helmet is more about the things that I can't control, like people, traffic, animals, cars, buses, lorries. It's the the accident happened because of the, un, the 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 thing I couldn't see on the road, and that is, I think, when you're going your fastest, and I think that's when the most danger, uh, the most, um, the when the worst things that can happen. Uh-huh. But when I'm tricking, I don't particularly wear it and I don't feel like I need to. I might be completely wrong, but what would your both of your opinions be on that? I would say don't you don't really need it when you're tricking. This being said, though, uh, I could see a scenario where you're just doing like, I don't know, like a big spin. So you're really up there and then you lose balance and you can't unclip at the right time and you just full head first then yeah it would be pretty bad yeah but that momentum would not be anywhere near as going 25 30 kilometers on the road and hitting a car yeah but ground is still pretty hard dude Mm. yeah i mean you know yourself the best and like if you're 110 percent sure that like you have the confidence that you're not gonna smack your head down onto the asphalt by when doing tricks and stuff then i mean it should be all right but there might be a slight chance something can happen but it's more the uh more the issue of people's opinion that i'm getting a bit pissed with that yeah maybe they're right i don't know i mean 
considering like your accident is really recent like maybe you can play it safe and and wear a helmet for like a year <laughs> go to bed with your helmet take a shower with your helmet like every <laughs> eat breakfast with your helmet and and then take it off after a year and you'll be good <laughs> all right I would, like, I would pay to see that i would pay to see like a a, a short movie of that one year picture every day of me just wearing my helmet for, for, and not taking it off for an entire year, getting a flight to Paris or something, and just be like yeah, wearing my helmet just in case. I have a know. medical condition. Yeah, <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> no, don't say that. Well, I was pretty stupid the day I hit the car. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I would say. For the tricking bit, uh, if you just keep your helmet on when you're tricking and when you're mm -hmm. riding, there is obviously a point when you're just going to forget about it and it's just going to be there without being there. Mm. I do mm. understand that for street crests and style points, you want to take off your helmet to do a line and put it on... Put, Put it on the gram, and you know how much I love the gram. But, <laughs> but, uh, I would say like just yeah, live with it, be with it, um, and then if you, I don't think I'm gonna wear it for tricking. At some point, it's just gonna be part of you. Okay, you know, I don't know. Hmm, <laughs> maybe. Mm. or you could get a titanium implant under your skin now you're talking and then i'd never have to wear a helmet <laughs> damn son a bionic head i'm down for that yeah side effect is just being bald i'm already Ideally. bald <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note. <laughs> on that note, on, on that bold note. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think, um, I think the helmet thing, uh, it's, I mean, the helmet, like a lot of other things, it's a personal choice. Like Amanda told you, it's a personal choice. So you choose when to wear it or not wear it. And if people give you shit about that, they shouldn't because it is personal. Agreed. Yeah. And on that beautiful sentence of mine, we're going to end the main show. <laughs> that was a good main show. That was a good one. Um, I'm really, really happy that Amanda is now part of the team. Uh, mm. And yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a lot of fun from there. Just so you guys know, next episode will be a Q&A. So if you guys have questions for rob amanda or i you can just drop them on instagram or other any form of communication send me an email like yeah. i'm 65 years old i look i always like the q a there's always some good questions yeah there's some good question and so yeah. it's a good opportunity for our audience to know more about amanda yeah uh quick fact we've never met Absolutely yeah. never. I've never been to Canada, and uh, I am planning to, though. Yeah, but you guys spoke before you joined. Uh, yeah. yeah, we never did. met in person. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We did, we did. 
But I think your girlfriend has, are we like has friends in common with me? Yeah, she lived in Canada for like a year, I believe. Yeah, in, in the Mon Montreal. Right? Yeah, in Montreal. Yeah. 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 So I know. I think she knows some cyclists that are also still in Montreal. Okay. My friends. There's a link. There's a link somewhere. A, the world is small. The world is really <laughs> small. Okay, well, that wraps up another episode of the Slow Spin Society podcast. Everything we discussed today will be in the show notes on the blog, slowspinsociety.com, with the various articles and write-ups I post every two weeks. Uh, if I remember correctly, last week was a bike check on expired film. It was, it's quite a visual, interesting thing. If you want to check it out, it's pretty good. If you get value out of the show, why not consider putting value back in? You can visit patreon.com slash podcast to join the community. We're pledging at any level we grant you access to the extended cut of the show. Special thanks goes to our 34 Patreons baking us into that crazy venture. Thank you. As always, guys, uh, that's pretty nice of you, all of you. You can also find us on our Discord server. The invite link is also in the show notes or with our Instagram account at slowspinsidey uh, at kenzie.co. And Amanda, where can people find you? Um, you guys can find me on Instagram at Amanda Seberger. B-E-R-G-E-R. Yeah. <laughs> it will also be in the show notes. Yeah. Sharing the podcast with your friend is by far the easiest way to support the show by giving us a good review on the platform of your choice. Music for the show is lovely, sweet lover Maria, and the illustration is by me. If you think, if you're out there and you think, hey, I would like to make a new illustration for the cover of the Slow Spin Society podcast, contact us. I will pay oh, you. It will so be great. change it. It's so, I love it. It's like the gonna... cover is like me and Fabian. There is four of us now. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Ah, so what? We would be in it? Yeah. I mean, okay, it then makes someone change the logo. That's cool. <laughs> All right, guys. Then we're going to go on to an after show. It's been a good one. Uh, see you next time. Bye bye. Bye for now. Bye, ciao.